Good morning. I don't know if you've been on Hoosick Street recently. It's a mess. There are all these new exits off of 787 and on to 787, lanes that change every other week, all these new cones, the intermittent paving that is the sign that it is surely an election year. And all of those things, the cones in particular, are supposed to be there, allegedly, to sort of help give you some direction in the midst of change to get you where you need to go safely, but they're awfully confusing. And we are not always, at least in my experience, our best or most patient selves when we get to those intersections. We react to that confusion sometimes with aggression or anger. But St. Paul asks, who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? God offers us a smoother path, a more beautiful, more complete, and clearer way, but almost not ever an easy one. Paved more smoothly than even the city of Troy can on Route 7, he offers us Jesus Christ, who is the way. And St. Paul says of him in this kind of exclamation, from him and through him and for him, all things are. From him, through him, and for him. What does it mean to say that all things are from him? It's to say that everything we have is a gift. Our talents are a gift, our struggles are a gift, our siblings and our families are a gift, and sometimes they are also the struggles. <laughs> you know, when Peter is able to confess in this pivotal moment in the Gospel today that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus turns to him and says, Peter, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Which is to say, you didn't come up with this on your own. No human being taught this to you. Instead, my Heavenly Father has revealed it to you. Think about that. That Peter, the first pope who would go on to be crucified because of his belief in Christ, he had the kind of social and intellectual status of a construction worker on Route 7. Somebody people didn't really care about, people, somebody people drove by, and he's our first pope. Which gives a certain amount of comfort and hope to us when we feel like we're not enough, or poor, or not abled in the way we need to be. What do you have, St. Paul asks, that you have not received? All things are from him. What does it mean to say that all things are through him? It means that everything in our life is meant to move by Christ who is the way. 
One of the really simple ways we can make sure or help to increase the way that our life is directed through Christ is just the practice of offering our work. It's really simple, but I've found over a lot of years it's really easy to forget. When you start an assignment, or you start some yard work, or you're going to work for that day, you just make the sign of the cross and say something like, in your own words, Jesus, I'm going to try to do my best at this right now. I'm going to try not to be too distracted. Uh, and it may not be the best work I've ever done. Maybe it is, but I want you to make it whole and to complete it. And then you make the sign of the cross, and you go and you do your work. And that can give us a certain amount of peace, because so often everything we do is, is frail, or it's incomplete in some way. And when we give it over to God, he's able to complete our work, not do the assignment for you, but to fill it up and make it whole in a way that we're not able to ourselves. It can give us a lot of peace in our action knowing and acknowledging that we are not the people who make the earth revolve. All things are from him, all things are through him, and all things are for him. Put your gifts, St. Paul says, at the service of one another, which means our gifts, our talents, and also our sufferings and our struggles are all not for ourselves, either to gloat about or to kind of brood over, but to give over to God and ask him to make something fruitful out of them. In non-COVID times, after the creed and the intercessions, somebody would bring up the gifts of bread and wine, and the priest offers them on the altar. When the priest does that, he's not just offering bread and wine. He's offering, and we're supposed to be giving, everything we have, whether we like it or not, whether it's particularly good or not, over to the Lord and asking him, take this and transform it. Make it something better than it is right now. In the realm of all things are for him, there's a quote from John Paul II that I love that I come back to often and, and use kind of regularly in homilies because I think it's the sort of thing that people need to hear often. And I went back to the homily in which he said this yesterday uh, to find the exact quote, and I realized that he gave this homily 20 years ago this weekend, and uh, actually about the particular gospel that we're reading today. He says to the high school students and the college students and the young adults to whom he was speaking in this address. Is such a world, in such a world, is it hard to believe? Is it hard to believe in our millennium? Yes, it is hard. There is no need to hide it. It is hard, but with the help of grace, it can be done. It is Jesus, in fact, that you seek when you dream of happiness. He is waiting for you when nothing else you find satisfies you. He is the beauty to which you are so attracted. It is he who provokes you with that thirst for fullness that will not let you settle for compromise. 
It is he who urges you to shed the masks of a false life. It is he who reads in your hearts your most genuine choices. It is Jesus who stirs in you the desire to do something great with your lives, the will to follow an ideal, the refusal to allow yourselves to be grounded down by mediocrity, the courage to commit yourselves humbly and patiently to improving yourselves and society, making the world more human and more fraternal, to the people of the century now beginning, in saying yes to Christ, you say yes to all your noblest ideals. Have no fear of entrusting yourselves to him. He will guide you. He will grant you the strength to follow him every day and in every situation. At the end of the Eucharistic prayer, the priest lifts up the host and the chalice, and those things aren't any longer bread and wine. They are really and truly Jesus' body and blood. And we all pray, the priest says out loud, something very similar to what St. Paul says. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.